What's one of the most overlooked aspects of healthcare information security? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. I'm joined today by Mark Beckett, Vice President of Marketing and Product Management with Secure64. Mark, thanks so much for joining me. My pleasure, Tom. To start out, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role, please? Well, as uh, the title suggests, I'm responsible for uh, product strategy for Secure64 and marketing programs as well. I've been in the software business for most of my career in a variety of engineering and uh, marketing and business development positions. Well, Mark, we tease people up front about the most overlooked aspect, and what that is is domain name system security. Tell us why that's been so overlooked in healthcare security. Well, everybody who has a website or communicates by email is, is using the DNS uh, for those everyday communications. The DNS is essentially the phone book for the Internet, and it translates domain names like www.hp.com into IP addresses that the computer systems use to communicate with one another. And it's been around since the early 80s. And for most of that time, we just didn't worry about the DNS. It was there, it did its job, and everything ran smoothly. Uh, but in about 2008, uh, there was a vulnerability found in the DNS protocols themselves by a security researcher named Dan Kaminsky. And this was a big deal because essentially what Dan discovered uh, was a way for any bad guy, any attacker anywhere in the world, to very simply and easily uh, take over a domain that you might own, like www.hp.com, and redirect it to a server that the attacker controls. So essentially the attacker could hijack uh, anybody's website or snoop on anybody's email communication. You can imagine uh, the, uh, the uproar in the international community when this was discovered, and there was a massive patching effort to try to uh, put a Band-Aid on the DNS to make it harder, but still not impossible, for those attackers to succeed with such an attack. Uh, but the, the, the problem is that it is just a, a Band-Aid, it is just a short-term fix, and the real solution to eliminating these kinds of problems is to for organizations to deploy DNSSEC. DNSSEC stands for DNS Security Extension. So we're finally adding the necessary security into those DNS protocols by deploying DNSSEC. Well, Mark, bring us inside a healthcare organization and give us a sense of what some of the key DNS risks would be. Well, again, if, uh, if, if someone can hijack uh, a domain... Uh, or an organization's domain, or intercept uh, their email communication because they can they can essentially control the DNS uh, by taking advantage of this vulnerability. And you know, think of the consequences as we're moving towards electronic healthcare records, starting to put medical information online, um, and yet that information, which has a lot of you know very private, confidential uh, information in it. Uh, you know, is only as secure as, as the underlying DNS is. So if an attacker can hijack uh, a website, they can have you log into your healthcare provider thinking you're going there, you're providing your login credentials, uh, you're transmitting uh, either financial or personal information across that connection, and an attacker could essentially be on the other end listening in. And same thing for email communications. If we're going to communicate healthcare information via email between patient and provider. 
we want those email communications to be secure. So this is this is an important part of uh, security considerations for any healthcare organization who's looking to do uh, info, provide information online or or conduct uh, financial transactions online. You hinted at this a couple of minutes ago. How can some of these risks be mitigated? Well, DNSSEC is the uh, permanent solution to this problem that I mentioned before. So uh, we discovered a simple way for people that the attackers could hijack the websites or intercept communications, uh, uh, email communications. And DNSSEC is essentially making it impossible for an attacker to do these things. It's doing that by adding, using cryptography and adding digital signatures uh, to the DNS data. And essentially what this is doing is it's allowing uh, an end user to know for sure that when they type in www.mydoctor.com or myhospital.com, that they are in fact getting to the web server that belongs to, uh, that is the correct one, and that they're not being redirected to some false site pretending to be your, your doctor or your hospital. So that's what DNSSEC is about, and it's really trying to plug this hole once and for all that uh, threatens to compromise the trust that we place in our online communications. Well, maybe you can tell us about some organizations that have succeeded in plugging these holes. Well, DNSSEC has been uh, in the works for a while, and deployment uh, really, as you might imagine, really started gaining steam after this discovery in 2008 of these uh, uh, security vulnerabilities in the DNS. And uh, deployment in the United States, anyway, um, really started with the U.S. federal government. There was a mandate that all federal agencies need to, needed to deploy DNSSEC uh, by the end of 2009. And so they were really the early adopters in adopting this kind of security around the DNS. But we're really now starting to see uh, organizations outside of the federal government deploy DNSSEC as well. People like financial services, uh, e-retail, uh, and healthcare as well. People who have a lot to protect, uh, either financial information or personally identifiable information, uh, and who want to protect their customers uh, and their own brand reputation. Mark, maybe you can tell us about the products and services that you offer in this space. Well, Secure64 is a provider of DNS products. Uh, we have a product line of about uh, four products. One of those is a product we call Secure64 DNS Signer. And it was designed to make it easy for any organization to deploy DNSSEC. Uh, although it's possible to do deploy DNSSEC using free open source tools, um, it can sometimes be a fairly daunting task. It's a fairly complex thing to learn, uh, and deployment can be both time-consuming and um, resource-intensive. And so our products really try to take the, the time and the pain out of that process and make it simple for people to, to deploy DNSSEC so they can spend their time doing their, their real job. A final question for you, Mark. You talked about healthcare organizations getting into this space and these solutions now. If you could boil it down, what tips would you offer to a healthcare security leader who really wants to tackle this DNS challenge today? Well, my suspicion is that uh, many people are probably not that familiar with uh, with DNSSEC, and so I would I would certainly suggest they start by uh, learning a little bit about it. Uh, what is it? 
what kind of attacks does it prevent, and, and why is it an integral part of a, a security architecture for anybody who is processing confidential information or sensitive information. So a couple of examples, uh, we have certainly some materials and white papers and, and uh, so forth on our website, www.secure64.com. Uh, you can also search on Secure64 on YouTube. We have a couple of short videos that talk about what it is uh, and how it works and how it protects uh, the DNS. So those would be a couple of areas I would suggest. And there's also recently been a Forrester survey done called DNSSEC Ready for Prime Time. Uh, which can be found uh, on the internet, and it uh, talks about how organizations uh, across the world are really adopting DNSSEC and where that adoption is, is happening uh, most quickly. Very good, Mark. Thank you for your time and your insight today. Thank you, Tom. We've been talking about DNS security. We've been talking with Mark Beckett, Vice President of Marketing and Product Management with Secure64. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.